0: From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hey everybody, welcome to the Anxiety Project Podcast number 13. I am Brad Robinson, the hostess with the mostest on anxiety recovery. That's right. I got for you today my powerful anxiety story number 2. The first one was a big success and people started to relate to what I was going through. And it's important that you find somebody that you can relate to and and study them in regards to how did they overcome anxiety? and follow that person. Follow me and, and learn how I did it because I was in the same boat as you. And going back in time, this podcast, I will talk about another story or several stories that I went through as a anxiety sufferer. And it goes back to being in public spaces such as the symphony, such as the opera, and I experienced panic attacks when I was sitting and watching these performances. Now, when the lights would dim and the music or the performance would start to happen, panic would set in. And I started looking for the nearest exit. I was surrounded by hundreds of people each way. And I just didn't know what to do. And and then I started to check in on my sensations. I started to feel dizzy. I started to feel like my stomach was all... ...ooey, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to throw up. And I was afraid. What if I threw, threw up? What if I have to run out of here what if i'm having a heart attack what if i faint and it just the the cycle goes on and on and on in my head and it's just i'm so internal i'm just trying to focus on the performance but it's it's so debilitating the sensations and it comes down to the fear of uncertainty anxiety suffers like to be certain. They they need to be certain. They need to know that they won't die. That's why they go to the hospital a lot. Get themselves checked up. Doctor says you're good. But you don't feel good. So then you go back a couple days later. Because you're worried about the sensations. You're still internal. And you're trying to figure it out. So... You get bewildered. And when I was sitting in the symphony, I was very, very internal and I was just trying to keep myself alive. So, this leads us into the reptilian brain. What is the reptilian brain? Well, it operates on a subconscious level. The reptilian brain is scanning your surroundings 24 seven. What is it scanning? Well, it watches out for danger, potential mating partners, and sources of food. It even processes all incoming data such as what you hear, feel, taste, smell, and see. This data is being processed at an unconscious level. So let's understand that the reptilian brain was developed a hundred million years ago. So imagine our great ancestors hunting and mating to repopulate the planet. It served us well. The reptilian brain scanning for danger, scanning for potential mating partners. And it serves us for the better, serves us for, Safety. So, you know, when I was having that panic attack at the symphony, I did a lot of what if thinking in regards to will I have a heart attack? What if I faint? What if I throw up? But they didn't happen. I survived each one. But each time you have a panic attack, you think it's different. When in fact, It's just the same sensations over again. Now, here's the thing. I had a past experience where I would run away from these sensations and the environment. So I did run away in the past. I did everything I could to escape what I believed is causing me to feel anxious. Then this leads to constant avoidance. So constant avoidance, this strengthens the neural connections I have made in my brain with that fear. So I made an association. That's why I felt like when I was in the symphony, I needed to run away. I needed to get out of there because I did it in the past, right? But did I run away in the symphony? That's what I'll get to in in just a second. Then, Now, this is very important. The mind begins to group things around what's familiar, the sensations, the environment, the people. I was stuck in agoraphobia, the irrational fear of enclosed public spaces. So I made an association with running away in the past. This is why I felt like I was trapped. But the thing is, with the dim lights in the symphony hall, the hundreds of people around me, I wanted to flee out of there. But I was in a transition. I wanted to be more than a worried and anxious person. So I started to counter my behavior in this moment of fear. That's why I didn't run away. I was countering the the fear. I was changing what how I perceived it. Even though I was having a panic attack, I was in a transition. So I didn't run away. So this, in time, made me more used to the environment. I was telling my brain that there is nothing to fear. Instead of fleeing away from the fire, I ran towards the fire. This, in time, helps the mind connect the idea that there is no threat. This is flowing, to flow and go with your sensations rather than running away. To start using rational thinking to counter your panic. So, in the symphony hall, in the opera, what did I start to do? I started to think like this. My sympathetic nervous system is activated. That's why I feel lightheaded and dizzy. It's a natural bodily response and shows that my body is in fact in good working order. I also said to myself, it is a known fact that fainting never occurs while in moments of panic. I will be fine. I have fact in there. So what is that telling my subconscious mind? I'm using rational thinking to calm my sympathetic nervous system, which is highly activated. I feel dizzy. I feel nauseous and all that stuff. I wanted to run away. But by not running away, I'm sending different connections to my subconscious. I'm letting my subconscious know, hey, there's nothing to fear in this moment. And did I survive? After I left the performance, I said to myself, I survived. Look, look what happened. Even though I felt like hell, even though I wanted to die and run away and and I wanted to not be here in this scary moment, I still survived. And that was a breakthrough, huge, huge breakthrough. So remember that the reptilian brain is the driving force it's the trigger the mammalian brain which i will go into the different brains in another podcast because that's a broad topic but for now i'll give you a quick summary so the reptilian brain is the drive the trigger the mammalian brain is the response or the motions right the emotions caused by the reptilian brain you know you know scared anxious um I'm um, sad, you know. And the neural cortex is the rational th- th- response. So the neural cortex is what we need to get activated more. You know, it's not as advanced as the reptilian brain. So we can't let our reptilian brain, we can't let our subconscious run the show. We have to p- sh- prove to our subconscious that... Hey, this it's nothing to fear. And it start attaching fact to it. You know, I've had these sensations before, and they didn't kill me. I've I've been at a symphony. I've I've been here. I had this panic attack before. The same sensations, but I survived. And we and when you start talking to yourself like that, when you start getting your rational thinking involved then we can rewire our brains because our brains are very neuroplastic. So that is my second anxiety story, the moments of panic in the symphony, in the opera. And these were scary moments in my life, but... These moments, I started to transition myself from warrior to warrior by simply not running away. Because I used to attach these sensations with running away, fleeing. And what that tells the subconscious mind is this. Moment is something to fear. So now that you're not running away, what is that telling your subconscious mind? Well, there's a new way to look at this situation. I hope this podcast casts some knowledge to you, anxiety sufferer. And I really want you to start shifting your perceptions over things. Because when we get our rational minds more involved, amazing things start to happen. And I please write down in in a notebook everything I'm talking about in these podcasts. Because during the day, you can take out the notebook and review the notes. Review it. Go over it again and again. uh, Listen to the podcast over again. And this will shift. This will be a beginning for you, a transition into a warrior, into a more enlightened person. Because we don't want to spend our lives in the same emotional state. Do you want to spend your life in the same emotional state? Do you want to be in the same job and doing the same routines, doing the same habits? over? Or do you want to start... Putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, and in these uncomfortable situations, we can perceive the situation differently. That is being a true warrior. Don't let your anxiety define who you are. Have a great day, everybody. I love you all. Brad signing off. Bye for more podcast episodes for more video content and one-on-one coaching with me via skype visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety i love you all and have a great day bye-bye